What's up, everybody? Welcome to Philly Insider Podcast. You see Hunter's jersey. You see my jacket. It's a good hey, day to be a Sixers fan, ladies and gentlemen. Oof. Let's Oof, go. A good Let's go. First team locked up. Woo. Fun fact, this is being recorded while the Magic game is still technically going on. But we're up by like 20 right now. This game is up by 30. So. 30, 30. At we're one point, yeah. The one seed. The one seed in the East has been secured by our Philadelphia 76ers going into the playoffs. There are big implications for this, of course. The main one being we will not have to, on our way to the hopefully the finals, we will not have to go through the Bucks and the Nets. It will be one or the other. That was a big, important thing as to why we needed this one seed. And also, you just know how it is for whatever reason, whether there's crowds or not. This team just plays better at home. You know, it is what it is. That's just, it doesn't have to make any sense. It just is what it is at this point. We are better at home is how it is. So Hunter, dude, what's your reaction? Initial reaction. How are you feeling right now, man? Well, speaking of crowds, um, I know there are a lot of people talking about, well, it doesn't really matter if you don't get the one seed. For one, you just explained it. Two, uh, when the Eastern Conference Finals roll around, if we make it, you know, I, I don't want to get cocky and say when because that is the hump we have to get over is getting to the Conference Finals. Feels like this is going to be the year we do it. When we make it, or sorry, I just did it. Um, if, if we make it, if we make it there, and, you know, we're playing Brooklyn, probably Brooklyn. We're going to have a full crowd. We're going to have 20,000 loud there. And, I mean, that is, that's massive. I cannot wait to see that crowd in that series, especially as we get deeper into the series. Having that advantage, man, just it just makes me feel so much better about this year's playoffs. Because it's just, you know, that, again, like I said, that hump has been the, the second round at the least. And I want to talk about, too, when we ended the playoff drought and we had, you know, it was Ben, Rocco, Dario, Embiid, all those guys, you know. We were the third seed that year. We got hot. We moved up to number three. And it was like, okay, this seems like for real. We're, we were thinking we're going to kind of hover around that range, right? The year we got quadruple doinked out of the playoffs, we were the three seed that year, right? And then last year, it was just a slap in the face to get the sixth seed after all that and to take that much of a step back. So to get from there – and then in one year with Doc to get back and get one swept seed. out of the first round. Let's not yeah. just put that under the rug. We got swept. I don't want to bring that up, but um, yeah, we got swept out of, after making the second round two years before that. And now we're back. We're the first seed this year. Wow. Props to Doc Rivers. Props to this team for construct. I mean, look, I know not everyone was completely pleased with the roster construction. This is a deeper team than we've had in a long time. I know the bench could, the bench could use some more for sure. Any, I think every bench could use some more, but I, you know, I think you can definitely argue it. This is a deeper team than we've had in a long time. I think that that's my main point. And look, the last time, the last four times, the Sixers, or only four times since the 1970 expansion, the Sixers have been the one seed. 76 to 77, we lost to the Blazers in the finals. 77 to 78, we lost to the Washington Bullets in the conference finals. The Bullets ended up being the NBA champions that year. 82 to 83, we beat the Lakers in the finals and we were champions. And then oh, or 2000 to, two, to 2001, we lost to the Lakers in the finals when AI was literally the entire team. Um, look, point being, all those years, we at least made it to the conference finals. Three of them, we made it to the finals. So you should feel very good about this right now. I know, you know, it's just the one seed. And honestly, this probably should have happened a couple nights ago <laughs> against the Pacers. But hey, they got it done tonight. 
I'm super hype. I took a little while on that, but hey, I, I cannot wait for the playoffs. I'm itching for playoff basketball. And this team, in my opinion, is so ready to compete. It's not even funny. So, oh, yeah. Any, any other thoughts, man? I'm just, like you said, so proud of the turnaround this team has made from last year, getting swept out the first round, falling to the sixth seed. And man. I like that you touched on the bench. I'm going to go to another point, which I know every Sixers fan will relate to. To see the closeout of games this year. It's been a thing of beauty because, you know, last year and many years past, us Sixer fans can relate to seeing the game come in the clutch and just seeing it slip away. Just seeing people give up easy buckets, give up bad fouls, make critical little mistakes that stack. And before you know it, what was a two point game is a 10 point game and you're getting blown out of the floor. Yeah. I've been so glad this year to see this team being more consistent about how they close games, beating down on the teams they should beat down on and being consistent in that fourth quarter. Obviously we don't really have a closer closer per se, but every night it seems like somebody on this team comes with the mentality of I'm going to get it done in the fourth tonight. So while we don't have a legit closer and that worries me a little bit, I am proud of the consistency this team has showed because to me, that's a sign of maturity. That's a sign of better coaching. That's a sign yeah. of guys being more ready for high pressure situations. So with all that being said, I'm super excited for the playoffs, man. I know you're super excited for the playoffs and I'll be on the lookout. We're going to see if I can do it with college and all that. When the playoffs come around, we might have some daily NBA Sixers series videos for you. See about it. Sure. Yeah. And I want to say, look, 2016 Eagles were not good at closing out games. In fact, they were, they were pretty awful at closing out games. 2017 Eagles closed out games and they did it in the right way. Um, I also want to give props to Tobias. I definitely doubted his ability to close at some points, but Hey, there were some games where he got it done this year. And um, well, I don't know if this was a game he closed in, but my favorite being when he said, I'm an all-star and obviously, you know, they didn't vote him in, but um, yeah. So I just wanted to give Toby some props and I, I, I have some more confidence in him after this whole, his whole entire year. I'm hoping he can hit some some clutch shots down the stretch in the playoffs because there's going to be a lot of close games. There's going to be. And Joel Embiid's going to get doubled in those situations. So I can't wait, man. I can't wait. This is this this team reminds me a lot of the 2017 Eagles, bro. It, it really does. Amen. Anyway, that's all we have for this video. God bless you guys. Thank you for watching us. Go Sixers. Playoff basketball is coming, baby. It's time. Trust the process. God bless you all. Trust the process like the man said. Let's bring one home for Philadelphia. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Philly Insider Podcast. If you just watched the video, which we probably had up before this, you can see we're wearing the same outfits. Hunter got the MB jersey on. I got the Sixers sure. jacket on. You know what it is. But we just recorded a video of our reaction to the first seed, the Sixers locking it up this year. But now we want to discuss the first round matchup. Now as number one seed, we're going to get whoever the lowest seed is going to be in the playoffs. So for that, this video is going to be discussing the Eastern Conference play-in tournament. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to explain the play-in tournament really briefly. Basically, the play-in tournament consists of three total matchups. The first matchup is between the seventh and eighth seed. Whoever wins that goes automatically to the playoffs as the seventh seed. The second matchup is between the ninth and the 10th seed. And whoever wins that goes on to play the loser of the seven and eight seed game. And whoever wins that match goes on into the playoffs as the eighth seed. 
So now we've explained that out basically. Let's look at who's got all those positions in the East. 10 to seven, we have in the 10th seed, the Wizards, the ninth seeded Pacers, the eighth seeded Hornets, and the seventh seeded Celtics. Uh, so not talk about that seven one yet. <laughs> first, first, I feel pretty confident about saying this. The seventh, eight matchup, the Celtics are going to win. I feel very confident about saying that. Let's hope they win. I'm just going to say, let's hope they win Um, because I don't want, I don't want to risk playing. I know we would, I know, I think we could beat them, but I just don't want to, it's, it's a psychological thing for me. So. Dude, but it is really a psychological thing for the Celtics, but I'm pretty confident in the Celtics to beat out the Hornets. Yeah. And then the matchup we really got to look at right now, man, is Pacers and Wizards. Who are you feeling in that matchup? I think uh, I think the Pacers could still move up because they're tied with Charlotte right now. So I think they could still move up to the, the eight seed. So, uh, oh, quick quick preface: as we're looking at the standings right now, it is May fourteenth. So yeah, things have changed since we recorded this. Are bad, but right now we're discussing it as it is, as of us locking up the one seed. If things change, we'll update you guys. But as of right, let's do it by right now, man. Pacers, Wizards, yeah. who you got? The Pacers for sure. Um, Pacers, I, know, okay. I know as a joke, I was high on the Wizards in the bubble last year, but that was very short. That was very short lived. Go back and watch those videos from when we had just started the channel. Also, almost at 400. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, but I, I, I feel confident in the Pacers. They have the talent there. Um, I think they're definitely, I think they're better than a nine seed. I think they had a little bit of a rough year and, you know, new coaching staff too. They, they got rid of Nate McMillan, who I still think was a good coach, but probably just thought they he they probably thought he couldn't get them over the hump but i feel pretty confident in saying the pacers can do it look the wizards you know they can pull out a game every once in a while and like surprise surprise teams so i'm not going to be surprised if they pull the upset here but i do i do feel confident in saying the pacers take that i got you i don't know what it is man but i feel like the the pacers are kind of mailed in a little bit for the year this year i just think I just don't, I'm going to ask, this is more of a gut feeling call. I think if it does come to Pacers Wizards, I think the Wizards might pull this one out. I really think. Fun fact, I just checked, they pulled out an OT win by one point over the Pacers like a few games ago. So point being, and the Wizards are one of those teams who are really struggling at the start of the year and they've slowly rounded into form over the course of the season. Now, I'm not saying anything as to, again, I think they should be the underdog. I think the Pacers should be the more favored team. But gut feeling call, I think the Pacers are kind of trending a bit downwards. I think the Wizards are on their way up a little bit. So I'm going to say that I would take the Wizards in that matchup. And then, so then with your scenario, it would be Charlotte and Indiana fighting out for the eighth seed. Who would you have out of them, Charlotte and Indiana? Um. You know, if the Hornets announcer could play for the Hornets, I would take the Hornets. But uh, real talk, I I do think I think the um, Hornets announcer is a legend. Yeah, he is. I I think uh, you know, if I'm being honest, whichever team wins the Pacers uh, Wizards matchup, I think I think they will beat the Hornets. Um, that's just my opinion. So I'll keep Strong it. Words, even with the legend Lamelo Ball out there. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think Blast the Hornets will play better with that. No, I'm just kidding. I just I don't Blast, like the ball. dog. Blast for me. Nah, but we're not we're not huge ball family fans out here. I mean they're that well, honestly that didn't that didn't athlete. affect my my decision though. So I'm not I wasn't being biased, but <laughs> dude. But I think you are right. 
I think whoever wins the Pacers Blizzards matchup is going to beat out Charlotte. No offense to them. I get LaMelo's good, but they're a super, super young, raw team. And I just don't think they're ready for the playoff atmosphere that I know the Pacers and the Wizards are ready for. Like they've, they've done that. They've been doing that. They, yeah. They and even like the Wizards as a team haven't, but like obviously Russ and, and Beal have. So mm-hmm. Russ especially has been in playoffs like so many, so many times at this point. So my point being, they got vets and they got core guys who have that experience under their belt, both the Pacers and the Wizards do. And yeah. Charlotte has a nice young talent, but we've seen it time and time again, man. In the playoffs, experience shows. We've, we've just seen it so many times over and over and over. It's just, it is what it is. No, Scary Terry is not going to have Brad Stevens this time. So. <laughs> the point being, I'd probably take the Wizards out of those. So, if what if the Washington had to play Charlotte. So, I think obviously we'll get whoever's the eighth seed. If we lose to the eighth seed, it would be horrendous. Horrendous. God. But point being, we just want to discuss it throughout those scenarios out there. And then obviously standings could shift, matchups could change. We'll see how that all goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the one thing we can both agree on is we don't want to see the Celtics in the first round. We don't want that. No, not at all. That would again, like like I said at the beginning, we'll talk about them later. Let's talk about them real quick. Um, again, like I said, it's a psychological thing. It's just the fact that we played them so many times in the play. Not so many times, but you know, you get the point. We played them multiple times in the playoffs at this point. I just don't like playing Brad Stevens. And again, like you said, we should be, we should, we should advance first the first round, no matter who it is, but there would just be an, a sense of comfort. If it wasn't Boston, I just, again, I just do not like playing them. I don't, I don't like that team come playoff time. You know, well, I Jalen Brown, they just have surgery too, I think. So um, yeah, I think obviously, obviously that helps, but God forbid Tatum catches fire and, you know, last year happens again, you know, we'll have Simmons this time, but again, it's, it's really just a mental thing. Like on paper, we, we should beat this team. We, we play them well when Simmons is in the lineup, but yeah. No, <laughs> Trauma. The this is what PTSD does to you guys. This is PTSD. But. The psychological aspect is a very real thing. Anyone who has ever played sports on any level knows how important the psychological aspect is. Feeling that somebody's got your number is a huge problem in sports there are certain teams where that's just how it is like you just look up at the guy next to you and you're like he is not more talented than me his team is not better than mine and his coach is not better than mine but we just feel like this team has our number that is a very real thing in sports which is a problem it is especially a problem for us versus the celtics and again jalen brown being hurt i actually am a bit worried because to me the celtics offense this year struggled because they were trying to split the offense between too many different players Brown, Tatum, Kemba. I just think they struggled with a bit of too many cooks in the kitchen. They had too many guys who they knew could do it. And I think Brad Stevens has, by this point, shown he has trouble running an offense through more than one guy. He's very great at elevating a team overall, but he's not as great at getting multiple star talents to work together. I think that's one thing it's safe to say at this point about Brad Stevens. And I think with Brown out, he might start focusing down his offense more and more towards Tatum. Obviously, Hayward isn't there anymore. Kemba's taking on a backup supplementary role to that offense, just running it, making assists, making plays, making shots when he needs to. So I'm really, I'm a bit scared of what Brad is going to do in these playoffs now, just focusing the offense through Tatum. 
And I hope I'm wrong about that, but I get a, I've gotten a really bad feeling since Jalen Brown went down about how Brad Stevens might change up this offense to better fit this team. So we'll see. But bottom line, we can both agree, we don't want the Celtics in the first round. If we get them, we should take them down. Let's you be better, very clear about that. But it, it, let me say this too. It should be a five-game series. If you let that go to a six-game series and give them a home game in game six, one, even if we win that, you know, you're, that's longer than it should be. And, you're, you know, it's more games than you need to play. Two, you, you don't know what can happen if you give them a, a game six. That can't happen. We have to win that in five. Not with the team you got psychological problems with. No. So, bottom line, main messages, whoever it is in the first round, we got to wax them. It just is how it is. We have to do it at this point. We really don't want that to be the Celtics because they just seem to have our number for whatever reason. And I'm a little bit worried about how Brad is going to adjust now that Brown has gone down. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Aside from that, the rest of the matchups and the play-in could shake around. But it is what it is, man. That was just us discussing the current playoff scenario with the play-in tournament. Again, as things change, when the season's up, obviously, we'll update the playoff matchups, maybe get a bracket or ranking going. But for now, that's all we got for you guys. God bless you all. Once really close to 100, 400 subscribers. We might have hit it by the time this video is posted. If so, and even if not, thank you guys. We appreciate all your support. Yeah. We love you guys. You've been growing with us from the start. We're a small sports channel. We love all of you. We love talking to sports in our hometown, sports all around the league. We are sports fans. Yes, sir. We love talking with you. We love growing with you. And thank you for supporting us. Peace out.